Deep Knitter contains explicit content. It is also fact-checked-ish. We try our best. Listener discretion is advised. This is Deep Nerder, the podcast where we talk about true crime, nostalgia, murder. These are your hosts, Kelsey. I'm Jill. And I'm Britt. Booyah. Nailed it. (laughs) Nailed in the coffin. So this week, Jill's back. (laughs) And she's got feels. Just like, clearly, I am the glue that holds this shit together. She's the gorilla glue that holds this wig on. I'm back. I'm wow. not dead. <laughs> I... Hello, listeners. You are once again graced with the luxurious sounds of my vocal cords. I am so sorry I wasn't there, uh, but the topic was ghosts, so I decided I should also ghost. <laughs> um, I think Jill's a little bit far too much confident. I think Britt and I did a smashing job. Smashing. <laughs> I'm just saying sometimes when you build something like if you built a house of cards it'll stand but if you glue it it'll stay oh girl calm down (laughs) calm down (laughs) I will say though like re like when I went back and listened to it I was like oof I I messaged you guys I'm like I kept saying parole but they were on patrol so I'm like Or you guys, like, couldn't figure out what, like, what Elms was? You kept saying arms, ghost arms? Like, what? No, I, was it Elms? I thought it was arms. Because you you were like, ar- what, what did you say, army? I think it was armies because it was, like, I-E instead of a Y. And I'm like, I'm like oh, arms? I and, like, they're really throwing this gal for a loop here. <laughs> and what was it, Jill? I had no idea what you were trying to say. <laughs> I, I assumed you were trying to say, like, Elms. <clears throat> It was like R M I E S. R I M E S. Rhymes. What? Wait. Okay. Well, you know what? Whatever. Who cares? Shoot <laughs> me to the fucking moon because I am back. And while I'm on my way to the moon, as I've shot myself into fucking space, while I fall back down through the sky, call call I this dance. Call this bitch Jeff Bezos, basically. <laughs> Call me Elon Musk. Oh my no, that Elon Musk. Ooh. I don't know. Does Elon Elon Musk have the body for a dancer? I don't know. I mean, I'm sure he'd give it a, a twirl. <laughs> uh, anybody is a dancer body. We don't shame here. We don't shame. I'm just saying. I think, like, didn't he? He had. He went and got hair plugs. I just know who he is at this point. That's all. I I support balding or hair plugs, whatever. I'm just saying. We know who he is. And he's a robot man. Dead space. Okay. So that means. <laughs> you like took my segue, and then we're like, fuck this segue. <laughs> I caught a, I caught it, Jill. I just. I did too, on. and I was like, nope. <laughs> I just sat back. And relax while Kelsey just went off on her own. Fucked it all out. Well, Kelsey <laughs> the head, slammed it into the steering wheel and then grabbed the wheel and veered right while I was trying to take us straight. Like I took your segue and did like a fallaway slam. I was like, I fucked it over my head. I was like, bye. Happy to be here. <laughs> <laughs> so we're talking about fucking sky dancers. That's where she's going. Okay. <laughs> Skydancers, the coveted Hands down, the most dangerous toy I ever owned. Oh, yeah. 
definitely got pegged in the eye by one of those wings. Holy. Really funny because I never remembered having any problem with them. My my, and I'll cover the problems people had with them. But my issue that like specifically in my in my memory base in my head, I just like remember those yo-yos with the retractable um remember the yo-yos that you it had a loop you put on your not like a they had like a plastic loop that go on your finger and when you threw it down it would just spin back up like it, it wasn't self-propelled yeah, yeah. it was like elastic mm-hmm. or something yeah that was the most dangerous toy in my opinion because one outstanding memory I gave it to my sister to hold dumb <laughs> as I was I was like I, I, I trust you I trust you hold this backed up and I'm like, let's just see how long this will go. And then she like looked at me with this devilish look. And I remember being like, don't do it. Don't do it. And she let it go. And it like almost broke my fingers. I was like, what the fuck? But then it didn't break my fingers because I came back up and destroyed her. <laughs> <laughs> I like, I had sky dancers because I was an only child and it was a good way to keep me entertained outside. And so I used God. to stand on like our deck and I would pull that rip cord like I was trying to start the lawnmower to save my life like I yep. would rip it so hard and that thing would shoot into the fucking yard but like there are many a times where I was like kind of standing like too far over it because I wanted to have more power rather than oh, like holding yeah. it away mm-hmm. yeah and that sky dancer would just like rip up and just smack Dance me in the face, face. like <laughs> oh I didn't look this up, but I sh- I'll maybe Google this while we're going because I'm having like a, I don't know, I'm, I'm like a resurface memory right now. But it's like, did wasn't there like a male version of this guy? I mean, g- like granted, we're being gender fluid, but back in the 90s, we weren't gender fluid. It was like boys and girls. So I think, wasn't there a male version of a sky dancer? I think there was. Yeah, yeah. So. there was something like G.I. Joe, whatever. No, okay. they just had like parachutes and you just hucked them. No, no, there's those ones, but I thought there was something. It doesn't matter. Okay. Um, a interesting thing that I didn't realize about sky dancers, uh, and I think this is a little bit more unusual, is the toy came before the animated series, which typically that's not the case. Typically you have the animated series and they want to generate more income, so they come up with a toy, right? Because we're stupid little kids and we need to have it. So Love it. Yeah, I thought that was pretty interesting. I feel like the, did the same thing happen with Bratz? I like I feel like Bratz must yeah, have been a toy actually, before it was. After, after the it was. It, it was. Remember we did we talk about that? I thought in Barbie episode. No, we didn't. That was wine and crime. I'm just imagining we're as cool as them. Never mind. Okay. No. <laughs> I would never talk about Bratz. They're too sexy. It's yeah, a weird. And I was just a little thing. too old for them when they were like really doing the thing. I was like, uh, I'm kind of like at Barbie and I'm almost over Barbie. Like I don't need rats. Yeah. And yeah, they were kind of sexy. They were kind of sexy. They were it too was sexy. Weird. It was a bit weird. I mean, it's yeah. A sexy kids toy. That's an unusual combo. A sexy yeah. kids toy. Yeah. Yeah, I don't think that. I don't think that slaps. Mm, no. Suit yourself. <laughs> As a as a childless barren woman, I'm gonna say I don't think it's the greatest idea to incorporate those that descriptive word with a child's toy. But that's just me. <laughs> but I mean, like, Personal also preference. you could you could incorporate you could consider sky dancers of you know they they could be sexy, I suppose maybe. Like they. Eh. Brat dolls are like sexy. 
Yeah. That's like, true. These look more like children. That's skydancers are like Barbies with like elbows that don't bend and their arms go like forwards and backwards with wings. Like that's <laughs> yeah, not so, sexy. No, you're that's slender true. and tall, but I mean, yeah. I don't, I don't know. I don't know. Maybe I was too young to notice if they were sexy. Who knows? Oh my God. Yes, we all were. It would be <laughs> if you were a little kid and you were given a Bratz doll, you wouldn't be like, this is a sexy doll. You'd be like, this oh, is a like, pretty doll. Oh, I love my doll. Thanks, mom. Or whomever yeah. gifted this to me. It's not till you get older and you reevaluate and you're like, huh, <laughs> fucking <laughs> weird. <laughs> okay, so uh, earlier today I was asked what we're covering and they said, what the hell is a sky dancer? And I'm like, oh, right, you're a boy. That's it's just, <laughs> I mean, I shouldn't say you're a boy. You're a cisgendered, socially considered male and you're very masculine and you have no idea what the fuck this is. Completely fine. So what is a sky dancer? Some people don't know. Surprise to me. All right. So Sky Dancers were produced by a company called Galoob from 1994 to 2000s when they were then recalled for causing various injuries. <laughs> Shouldn't <laughs> laugh. They were a large series of ballerina style dolls with foam wings under their arms, plus a launcher or stand. When the string on the launcher was pulled, like Jill had mentioned, she was pulling that motherfucker like a lawnmower <laughs> yeah, really good description by the way the doll would spin up away with their wings opening up to catch flight these toys were sold in in the u.s japan and the uk and other countries in europe in italy they were produced by it just it's like it says gig or like gig i'm not sure how they would like to hear that but here, there you go and in japan by tesuda original which is like fairy princess it says in brackets so there you go okay Japan also had some other color variations. The line was reissued in 2005 and again in 2013. And there were also a few knockoff brands as well. So I'm going to go over some of these original OG little cool things we had. And it was, I don't know which ones you guys had. Maybe you can like stop me partway through and say that was the one. Because I was pulling out like recesses in my brain. I'm like, what the fuck? Which one did I have? And I think I got it. But I <laughs> barely remember which one my sister had other than some details so we'll get to it okay all right these dolls came with either a flower moon dolphin or jungle which was a later edition launcher they were most were sold separately but they were also available in twin packs and uh, the twin packs would then incorporate like an extra doll so you'd get two dolls with one launcher which i i don't really understand why you would need two but there is a YouTube video where a girl launches her doll into a fire. So in which case, yeah, maybe you did need to. <laughs> maybe that way you can buy like, one toy for like siblings. Cause like if one's launching one, that person has to like run and get theirs. That's so true. Then, That's like, true. The could yep. The launcher. That's but did true, you not ever launch together and have them like intertwine within each other and break their wings off? That was just me. Oh, like aerial battling. <laughs> yeah, we battled ours. <laughs> blades in the sky. Yeah, yeah. kind of. Yeah. Like fuck this. Thing fuck this doll, just throw the launcher at your sibling. Like, yeah, we were just hillbillies, you know, having a good time. It's not fun, good fun unless you get hurt, you know? Absolutely. That's why they're like, people got hurt by these, and I'm like, I grew up on getting injured on shit. Oh, like yeah. that, that's like, what made me who I am today. That? Yeah. I lost an eye. Sure, better for it. No, that's not true. But <laughs> Okay. There was three different bodice types and six different wing patterns used. There are a selection of unknown dolls also as well. All right, so now let's do this. I will say, if you're a designer on these dolls, 
would have been really fucking fun. I would have had a blast. So they're the flower launchers. These indi individual dolls had molded flowers on the top of their bodices. The launchers looked like tree stumps. They had large flowers all over them, some butterflies. Where the dolls sat on top had like a really big kind of hibiscus style flower thingy, roses. Mm -hmm. I never had this one, but I really like the how the butterflies like the zip cord. Big fan. Um, so specifically right now, I'm looking at a doll called April Blossom. And she's teal and she has some pink wing details and a green tealy kind of flower bodice with pink hair and a bow. Cool. Whatever. They're like as girly as possible because one mold fits all. <laughs> I'm oh, like yeah, she's... looking at them trying to figure out which one I had. Yes. Uh, also, she's white, by the way. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> then there's one called Crystal Rose. So Crystal Rose has the same launcher as above the rose blossom. So it's the same kind of. A launcher with the flowers and everything, but above it's teal. This one's pink. And then this doll has kind of coral wings with like mono monochromatic purple, like two shades of purple. Well, yeah. Um, lilac, whatever. Okay. And similar flower bodice, white doll. There you go. Okay. There's also a variation of that, which is done mainly in pink and what looks like a beige, which I'm kind of here for. I like that combo, but hey, I'm, I like pink. Rose Blossom, which is the same as the above, with deeper versions of pink. We have Flora. Uh, this doll was released in 1996, and she was also sold in Italy with the same name. Flora is the same as the above, but the pink and the purple are reversed. So kind of a fan of that one as well. There's the twin packs that I discussed above. So Crystal Blossom and Ivy Rose. Really original names here, guys. <laughs> The twin packs, sorry, there were two, two different twin packs produced. The Crystal Blossom Ivy Rose pack was featured on the back packaging and in the original publicity material. So these guys are just basically the same as the above with the extra doll, all those things. Like these are, like again, I stress, super original. <laughs> the second twin pack, Ivy Rose and Crystal Sea, so these two are the same as the above with the floral uh, launcher and the teal wings and then the pink and monochromatic purple. There is different twin packs launched in Japan. Uh, these dolls specifically have much larger eyes and really actually way brighter colors. The launchers are like fluorescent yellow and green kind of here for a really, really bright pink. Uh, there is another unknown doll, well, specifically there's an unknown doll, which hasn't, like, she doesn't necessarily have a name, but I'm really kind of a fan of her. She's done in light teal and light kind of coral with a pink kind of coral launcher and light teal. She's got blue hair, and this doll is black. Hmm. Yeah. Some so, they're finally getting more cultured. Honestly, yeah, like, she, on that role. she looks like she came out the same era of the rest of these dolls, and she's considered unknown. So, for all we know, she's a knockoff, which sucks. You want her to be part of it, but, like, I can't find a picture of her box, and I don't know. Yeah. I don't know. I need to I need to go find more on her, but she's beautiful, and I love her, and yay. All right, so the next set of launchers is the jungle-style launchers. So these were later editions, and these dolls had one knee bent, where the other dolls had both legs kind of in a ballerina form, like with their toes on the ground. 
when I'm looking at these ones, I kind of feel like these ones were the problem because I feel like that one bent leg would really fuck with the aerodynamics and send this thing <laughs> flying sideways. But, yeah, uh, for sure. Not an engineer, so, you know. So these ones, again, like I mentioned, jungle launchers. So they're seen positioned on like a green kind of um, launcher style handle with a lion and a giraffe. And a parrot is like the, the puller string thing. What'd you, what That's you amazing. That? What's it called? The, the pull string. Is it pull string? Draw, no. Yes, yeah, pull string. Pull string. Okay. What do, what do you call it in a lawnmower? The pull, pull. starter. Pull starter, yeah. <laughs> We'll start. None of us have a lawn that we mow, obviously. No. <laughs> I have a gardener. I have oh, a gardener God. too. I have a belt. My landlord has a gardener. <laughs> Yo. Okay. So in these two versions of the doll, there's fern, and fern is white and purple and super cute. Also, again, a white doll. So that's not diverse. <laughs> fern. Uh, Fern was also one of the ones that were sold in Italy. Sorry, uh, yeah, and she was called Rosa in Fer in uh, Italy. And the difference here is nothing. She's just the same. Oh, okay. Yeah, cool. okay. And then Rini. So Rini is actually, I think Rini kind of slaps. So again, white doll, not diverse, boo. But we have pink, pink leggings, purple bodice, and like her little stand, like her little like zip cord stand is... Not a green jungle, but a fucking pink jungle with a shiny gold lion and like a oh. kind of light, shiny off pink giraffe and some fancy birds. And like, yeah, that's pretty fucking cool. Okay. 100% would want that one. The Rini was also sold in Italy, but under the name of Regina. <laughs> as, as, a as a Canadian, I'm here for it. <laughs> Regina. Okay. <laughs> So flat. <laughs> okay, moon launchers, which is one of the ones that I had, and I spent a minute trying to figure out who the fuck I had, and that was the whole thing. I'm like, ah, where is it? What did it look like? Am I just imagining this? Okay, who knows? Okay, so these were sold in single packs. One was a twin pack, and these dolls had a simple swirl pattern on the tops of their bodices. So the first one is Dusty Moon. Dusty Moon was sold in Italy with the name Regilo di Luna which means moonbeam. Mm -hmm. I probably murdered that, but hey, we'll find out later when someone listens to it. So Dusty Moon has the stand that's like, it's a kind of a teal cloud with a big moon in it with a bunch of shooting stars and like the pull string shooting stars and it's banger, big fan. She has, again, like, I don't know, teal wings, pink outfit, blue hair. She's super cute. It's a pretty doll. There you go. So I think I had... Moon Shimmer, which is this next one. I feel like that's the one, but I could be wrong. Moon Shimmer is again a white doll and she has blue wings, a pink outfit. The stand that she's on has like, it's like a white shiny cloud with a blue moon. And again, like all the shooting stars and the pull strings. So I feel like that's the one that I had, but we will never actually know. So I, <laughs> I don't know. I could be full of shit. I think I sent you the one I had. I will have a look right after I finish. It's like, he's like teal with like orange rose. No, teal with pink roses. Oh, yeah. Okay, yeah. That's one of the ones I was talking about. Yeah, that's one of yeah. the four ones. And the, so, the butterfly was like a pull cord on it. Yeah, yeah. okay. So yeah. I, go, I go up to the beginning of this. That's the one I had, I think. 
So yeah, that looks like the it's one of the flower whatever. Yeah, yeah, it's a flower oh, one. Okay. But it's like a version of the one in Japan. It's April Blossom. That's who you had. Oh, yeah. April Blossom. So that's exactly that's what that is. Yay. Figuring it out. It's very like visually overwhelming going through all this. Like these dolls, like <laughs> like I said, I want I would have loved to have designed these. Okay. It would be so fun. They would be fucking really fun. All right. So Starbeam. Starbeam is a doll of color. Big fan. And she's absolutely gorgeous. She has the purple bodice, pink and purple wings, and a very gorgeous kind of shiny, shimmery pink moon with pink clouds and purple and shimmery stars. Like, really here for that color pattern. People knew, People thought that one through for sure. Love it. Love it. Um, Star Shimmer also came in other varieties. So we have a Star Shimmer that is also, oh, yeah, so sorry, I apologize. Let me start again. The next doll is Star Shimmer, which comes in a few varieties. We have a Star Shimmer that's in more pink and a Star Shimmer that's in a little bit more teal and a Star Shimmer that's in a bit more blue. All of them. We have also the twin packs of the the Moon Dance ones. So we have Moon Dance and Star Dazzle. Jesus, these names are just like perfect. <laughs> they are fucking perfect. Do you remember when we played like My Little Ponies and like you're like, what's your pony's name? And you're like, Pretty Sparkle Moon Falling or some shit. And you're like, all right, yeah, that makes sense. <laughs> yeah. That's Whenever what this is. Tattoo. <laughs> yeah. What who who are you? Moon Dance and Star Dazzle totally checks out. I remember my friend and I got a rabbit. We named it Glamour. <laughs> Because we read it on, we read it on like a lip smacker. Like that's just so awesome. (laughs) The fuck. Okay, Moon Dance's bodice was made from the same mold as the single flower launcher doll, so just like the one you had, Jill. Mm Mm-hmm. So they're more similar with like they're the solid color with a bit of a flower pattern on the top, and they have the same uh, kind of pink style wings with the singular pattern on them, and they came with. The moon launcher that is a gold shimmery moon with pink clouds, purple and pink stars. Again, big fan. And these dolls are also white. Most (laughs) of the dolls are white. (laughs) I'm like, oh. So Japan also did a version. Yeah, well, (laughs) I mean, Japan also did a version of the doll. And it's basically the same, but instead of the gold and pink the sorry pardon me the shimmery kind of pinky gold moon they did like a fluorescent fucking neon yellow one that's exploding through my screen fucking with my eyeballs and instead of i want that one now (laughs) she's impressive man this is this is like some bex level shit here on a doll (laughs) she has like instead of the purple or pink bodices she has fluorescent neon yellow bodice and like aggressive pink and purple wings and yellow hair her hair looks like my hair when bex did it It it's bright yellow nice this doll gives no fucks (laughs) i like this doll there's also an unknown launcher which is a more of a deeper gold that's shimmery and like with uh, white shimmery clouds and pink and blue stars she pretty the next style of launchers we're going to talk about is the sea launchers. And this is the one my sister had, but I don't know what version she had. Like, I I don't remember. Maybe it'll come to me. 
So these were, they're three individual sets plus one color variation and one twin pack. Most single dolls had a molded swirl pattern on their bodices. The launchers were also shaped like dolphins riding a wave. So as you remember, 90s, everyone had like crystal dolphin molds or like some shit. Like you don't have a 90s design pattern without fucking dolphins, whether that's a tramp stamp or it's around your belly button. I don't fucking know, but it exists. (laughs) (laughs) That one time you got drunk in Hawaii and came back with a dolphin tattoo or a turtle. Oh, I I totally have a dolphin tattoo. (laughs) (laughs) There it is. Oh my God. (laughs) I didn't know. I know. Okay. So the first one is Misty C. Misty C has the same launcher as Nova Star and Sea Crystal, which I'll talk about later. She has a simple swirl pattern at the top of her bodice. Uh, it's, again, simpler, similar, sorry, to the other dolls. It's just, it's just like instead of having like a intricate floral pattern or like the, the moon dolls had like a, I don't know, who gives a fuck? It's just like another design of everything they've already done. They're not that original at this point. (laughs) Okay. The launchers, though, are like dolphins of uh, very variable colors, riding variable colors of waves with like seals and everything. And they're pull launchers, a zebra. So the first one, Misty C, it's a doll of color. She's got bright blue hair, blue bodice, pink tights. Cure for her. She's beautiful. Love her. The second one is Nova Star. I... So there's apparently two versions of Nova Star. The first one had the same color body and wig pattern as, and launcher, sorry, as Misty C, which is the doll I just talked about. But it's a white doll. Big surprise there with purple hair. Going down, going down. Crystal C. I think my sister may have had Crystal C. That looks familiar to me. Who the fuck knows? Okay. Crystal. Crystal C has the same launcher as the Misty C doll, and this was also sold in one of the flower launcher twin packs. So I feel like at this point they've run out of ideas because they're like these launchers well, have all been, been like the a same. There's a bazillion already. It's kind of yeah. I didn't realize how many there were. There is a lot. Yeah. yeah they kind of took over. Yeah, they did. They did. So yeah, Misty C is a white doll. She's got a deeper blue bodice, a similar swirl pattern actually to the Moon Launcher dolls. The ballerina legs, whatever, and the dolphins freaking out in the water in true 90s fashion. <laughs> sea Star. So the correct of Sea Star is the, a purple and pink version, but they there's also one that turned up in a green tone doll with launcher. So that could be another doll called Crystal Shell and Sea Sparkle from a twin pack repackaged uh it's unconfirmed because none of us are collectors so you know i digress there you go but sea star is a sea star is actually kind of pretty she's like has a purple bodice pink leggings purple wings and her dolphins are like that shimmery pink on a purple wave which kind of here for with a pink seahorse pole star like her like her Crystal, Shell, and Sea Sparkle, like I mentioned above. So, again, these can be repackaged. So, it's they're just essentially the same thing, but they have a lot more teal properties to them. Uh, in Japan, these versions were released. So, there's a Japanese Sea Launcher doll that's very similar to Sea Crystal. And 
essentially it's exactly the same thing with shorter purple hair, much larger eyes, and a much more aggressive pink tone, as, as we've come to notice. So yeah, so there is a fuckload of these dolls. There's so many of them. Yeah, so, yeah and, and like, I love talking about them. It was like, at first I was like, this is so exciting. And then as I kept going, I'm like, okay, we're out of ideas at this point. <laughs> <laughs> Still would have been excited to work on them, not take, taking that away. But anyways, I wanted to move on to some of, I tried actually to look up. So in the going to go back here for a second so these dolls were like i said originally owned by galoob 1994 to 2000 and then they were purchased by i believe it was hasbro so then when hasbro had these bad boys i think they ended up handling the lawsuit the lawsuits that happened yeah or maybe more or less the recalls because i don't really know how that works but anyways so skydance so here's a quote from grunge grunge.com skydancers were so dangerous that in 2000 the United States uh, Customer Product Safety Commission ordered a recall of 8.9 million Skydancer toys. <laughs> the Holy. regulatory... Yeah, no small feat. 8.9. The regulatory million. agency said that the company that made Skydancers, Galoob, re- received, sorry, 170 reports of the dolls hitting people, resulting in 150 injuries, ranging from scratched corneas, temporary <laughs> blindness, and chipped teeth to broken ribs. <laughs> And mild concussions and oh facial, my God. facial lacerations that required stitches, which I'm like, holy fucking calm like, your kids down. Yeah, how are you? Uh, like, and we were jackasses when we were kids, but like, how did they accomplish that? These are the same people. <laughs> that, sure, broken rib. <laughs> so, first of all, I'm just going to backtrack before I say this. So, maybe this company had to handle some of it, but regardless, Hasbro still ended up buying them and like running with it. But okay, I'm going to say that these. This is, hear me out, okay? I'm just going to be an asshole and just do this because, like, I also threw shit at my sister and she threw shit at me and we're both fine, so whatever. These people, I think, that are getting injured by these grew up and birthed the people that walked into the road playing Pokemon Go. You're not wrong. (laughs) No, yeah, that really connects dots, Uh, honestly. I don't... I don't I have forgot about the Pokemon Go thing. Oh my god. I don't have There's like a disclaimer every time I turn on Pokemon Go that's like make sure you're paying attention. And I'm like, wow, who plays a game on their phone and doesn't look up? Like, what are you expecting? Yeah. You shouldn't be able to see for common sense. Like, don't throw your sky in right? your sibling's face. Yeah. Yeah. Or, or like, do I mean, and like, then just reap the benefits. <laughs> yeah, it's it's just like fucking childhood warfare. And the wings were foam. Like, those aren't chipping teeth. Those aren't, like... I'm just like, this is sus. Okay. Well, I wonder if they're, like, putting their mouth in the thing when they're drawing the string for fun. Well, then they're know. stupid. Yeah. Can you like, Britt might have been the... one of those kids? No, it wasn't that, but we had these... Let's see your teeth, Britt. Let's see your teeth. Oh, I... <laughs> <laughs> they were, it was like a horse, and it had a button on it. You put a lollipop in the top of the horse, and it slowly spins it around. Okay, so oh, I, I remember. Out, I would put my tongue on it, and it, it would pinch sometimes. I remember that. I, think I was I just kind of like, bit. what What do you think it's going to do? And then, but, yeah, of course it hurt me, but not my tooth. At the same time, we all put our tongues in, like, fans. Oh, yeah, I did that, too. And, like, electric fences. Yeah. Not yeah. the electric fence part, but... <laughs> I did. <laughs> oh, my God. Oh, my God. <laughs> I also, like... I'm not going to comment on 
compliment on it. I also like dropped a full tree on my head one time and gave myself a huge head injury. So there you go. It's fine. (laughs) All right. So the next part of this grunge.com article goes, and this is like perfect timing. All right. We'll get into this after. People who owned Sky Dancers know full well how dangerous they are and fun. (laughs) It's still a toy after all. Mashable even played with some vintage Sky Dancers and indeed the toys remain as unpredictable as ever. They were supposed to fly upward and gently fall. That didn't happen a lot. Plus, if you lived in a house of stealing fans and owned one of these toys, that did not go too well. Oh my God. (laughs) remember having any problems with my skydancer doll i remember like launching it into the air and then it would just fucking dive down but you just ran away from it hell oh. wand darts yeah. theory wand darts skydancers i wasn't allowed wand- i wasn't allowed to use it inside because i'd like rip it and it would hit the ceiling and then fly across the room so i was yeah. only allowed to use it outside and i had yeah. to like point it away off of our deck and then i'd like it shoot the it into the yard and then yeah. i'd have to like run down and get exactly. it. Exactly. Exactly the same thing. Or yeah, my sister and I would launch it inside, but we'd pull it very gently. So like my mom wouldn't know we were doing it and be like, and fall down. We're like, yes. <laughs> the art of gentle sky dancing. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> the art of gentle sky dancing <laughs> as exactly as to not get my mom to kick my ass. All right. <laughs> So Galoob, the company that made Skydancers before being purchased by Hasbro, started selling the dolls in 94. They got so popular that there was an animated series that came out with the same name that aired later on. And the dolls ended up being discontinued like later on and then ended up being relaunched. So the oh, I just am on the fence about I just don't feel like they were the, I don't know what to do. I didn't get hurt by one. (laughs) I mean, if there's one thing I've learned from like elections of past and like this pandemic is there's a lot more dumb people than there are smart people in some (laughs) situations. So like, I'd see how it checks out. Totally. But I just, I'm like, ah, Oh my god, I think I know what they had. Uh, awakening that that actually can happen. <laughs> you guys. What? I found the male marketed sky dancers. Nice. Ooh. They're called dragonflies. Oh. <laughs> uh, I, I love that. Cool. And let me tell you, they're a lot cooler than sky dancers. Really? Oh, man. Yeah. The one I'm looking at, the, they have like a fucking two-tone dragon stand with like a purple saddle and like it looks like it's on like a the a wisp of air or some shit and then it has like this i don't know cool fucking warrior gargoyle looking person Whoa. with big wings attached to its neck Gargoyles. which i'm like that would that would you die that's like being hung if you're flying from those wings but mm. whatever I'll send it to you. But yeah, so that's basically the if and all of my Skydancer segment, because if I keep going, I'm going to start taking apart the cartoon, which is not for me. <laughs> it's for my lady Brit. But yeah, in, in all in all, I just, I have completely fond memories of these things and I don't remember hurting myself with them. But I also oh. never got hit by a car playing Pokemon Go, so there's that. Yeah, I haven't yeah. done that either. I don't know. I vaguely remember someone 
because me and my sister didn't get them, but because you had the knockoffs, somebody... did you have the knockoffs? No, we didn't have them at all. Cause there's always somebody in town that has the new thing. So it was kind of like a town shared situation oh, without topply. us actually, <laughs> without so us actually knowing. So there's a few people that had them. I can't remember who it was, but I do remember vaguely that someone flew theirs or ripped theirs into the, <laughs> into a tree but it was high enough and like thick enough that it was just like it lived up there. It lived there forever. And then someone's mom probably said that the snow would knock it down. Which I no one told me about it, so I don't know if it ever happened. Oh. Well, that's <laughs> your I homework. Up there. Yeah. That's your homework for next time is to find out what happened to that. Like my mom, I remember like we'd get new toys and I'd be like, "Ooh, I want to bring so and so's house." My mom would be like, "Absolutely fucking not, because you're gonna forget it there. Then they're gonna have it. It'll be theirs forever." So no. So I wasn't allowed to have anyone play with my toys except for fucking Emily. <laughs> Fair enough. Yeah. And I Emily had G.I. Joe. She wasn't into it. Yeah. She, yeah. Emily was cool. I don't want pink. I don't want no. pink, okay? No. No, and her mom was way more progressive than my mom. So her was like, her mom was like, watch X-Files, play with mud. Like, <laughs> here's, a, I don't know what the fuck she had. Cool yeah, shit. <laughs> alien toys, G.I. Joe's, alien. Remember Alien Pops? No. No, oh my God. I don't think so. She had a whole plastic head that looked like an alien that was full of alien suckers that were just like. Oh, was it like a classic green alien? Yes. Yes. Okay, yeah, I do remember that in somebody's yeah. classroom when I was a kid. I Big deal. The Big deal. That was that kid. But. <laughs> yeah. Okay. But yeah, there you go. Ta da. Fun. That's pretty cool. Yeah. Did you see the, I shared the photo of the dragonfly. Yeah, it looks epic. I like it. Looks it looks fucking lot. way cooler than our ballerina bullshit. No disrespect to ballerinas, obviously. No, like, they're cool. I Yeah, they're intriguing, but the other one, they're just, I, I like gargles, guys. There's I just think I have one. Cool. That's cool. There's just such a fucking gender divide in the area, the era we were raised in, which is just, like, pitiful. Oh, yeah. Boo. <laughs> Jill. Here's Jill and I sitting here with all our pink shit. Like, I don't know what happened. Yeah, don't call me girl. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I don't Ooh. think I own any pink, so I don't know. Yeah, I don't know what happened to me. But no. <laughs> it's, I think it's hell. I mean, do what you I want, live your life. Tomboy growing up, though. So maybe that's my problem. So, but so was I. I was too. I was a massive tomboy. Weird. You're just a pink and- one. And, well, no, no, I, I evolved into the pink in my later years. I was like, you know what makes me happy? Fucking pink. <laughs> Fair enough. Sometimes yeah. you gotta go pink. Sometimes. Yeah. Wow. There's a pink girl in the animated series that I took a little looky loo at the other day. Because, yeah, I didn't know it existed, honestly. <laughs> I, I fucking totally did. I was yeah, all I, looking at I remember watching Skydancers and like Guinevere and the Jewel Riders and just being like, yeah, I'm, yeah, whatever, all this shit. Fuck yeah. (laughs) So funny. The theme, the opening theme song, oh God, just cracked me up. I'm like, this is just so 90s. I love it. (laughs) But I do feel like we had a neighbor that had cable when I was really young and she would um, record just like children's episodes of shows. Uh, and I believe that that must have been on there because we didn't have cable growing up, but I vaguely remember it. And I'm like, hmm, okay, was that on one of those VHSs? Just dig around and see if I should have it. So they just I was, record, like, obsessed they record it. with this show. 
But they just record it for everybody? No, um, that was just our neighbor. I, I don't even know. I think we were like living in Port Hardy or Prince Rupert at the time or something for a, a quick stint. And we were just their neighbors. We didn't have cable and they did. So she was like, oh, I'll just record a couple VHSs for you. So that's cool. Field Juice was on there. I remember that. That's I remember dope. That. The cartoon? Mm-hmm. Oh, damn. Oh, yeah. There was lots yeah. of good stuff on there. And I, yeah, I do believe that this was on because as soon as they started singing, I'm like, okay, I know this. And then I forgot how it's like a three minute song. But anyways, because, <laughs> you know, do you know how long it took those poor animators to make that like half hour TV show? They had to stretch out that song. Oh, yeah, for sure. And there's a lot of like crash and boom scenes that were also very long, too. But I'm like, ah, it's just a nice little I don't know. It's cute. Crash and boom scenes. That are like 90s children show, really. <laughs> they're, they're just like falling down a hill for like two minutes. The show. <laughs> Yeah, there's like a hurricane that was like a full two minute hurricane. I'm like, whoa, this is crazy. But I mean, imagine looking at that when you're six. Like, that's pretty crazy. Yeah. <laughs> you're like, holy crap, it's hurricane. All right, so in 1996, the Toy Series spawned into an animated television spin off produced by Gaumont. Gaumont, here we go, <laughs> multimedia, <laughs> in association with Abrams Gentile Entertainment. The series premiered on France 2 on April 12, 1997. What's France 2, guys? Do you know that? Is that the, the French Cartoon Network? Sure. It must be, because I, yeah, I don't know what it was. All right, but it premiered there April 12, 1997. There were 26 episodes altogether. The five characters were said to be students at the High Hope Dance Academy under the widowed queen, widowed queen Skyla. Queen Skyla and her students defend her kingdom from Skyla's jealous brother-in-law, Sky Clone, who sought revenge for his brother Skylar, Skylar's husband. <laughs> wait, 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 it's a jealous brother-in-law? Yeah. <laughs> I know. <laughs> <It's funny. laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> uh, Sky Clone had successfully killed Skylar but was unable to gain control of Sky Swirl Stone that gave Sky Dancers that power. So it was pretty epic. I felt like it was like a a bit of like Power Rangery sort of thing. We seem to have like a trend in the 90s of like women using magic stones for fucking magic. <laughs> just, yeah. Like we had the Guinevere and the Jewel Riders. The horses had that fucking crystal on their chest that would glow yeah. when they walked. And Sky Dancers. I just, it's, someone had this idea and everyone ran with it. Oh, yeah. <laughs> they all liked it. And there was always some fight scene. They really liked to fight scenes a little bit. But yeah, I thought I'd go over a couple of um, my favorite characters that I read about. Just because there's 26 episodes and... I don't know if we really need to go through all of them. I think everyone should give it a chance and watch it, really. <laughs> I'm just going to put it on for my friends' kids later. Oh, heck yeah, because it's a total 10 out of 10 or 5 star. <laughs> I really liked it. <laughs> At first, I was like, oh, no, like after the three-minute theme song and then watching it for a couple of minutes, I'm like, okay, yeah, no, I like this. The next time we turn on the podcast, Brit's just decked out in pink and <laughs> yeah. teal. My sky, my sky yeah. wing oh. yeah. You're just ready for a festival? 
so ready for it. <laughs> oh, awesome. So there's Jade. She's a prima ballerina at High Hope Dance Academy with the power to turn invisible or yeah, with the power to turn invisible in the sky realm. Jade gets along with all the sky dancers, but she argues with Slam a lot, who serves as a potential romantic opposite at po at points throughout the series. Ooh. They both like each other, but are afraid to show their feelings. Though caring and compassionate, Jade can be stern and disapproving and aggressive. <laughs> when she has a point to make, she is never one to avoid verbal confrontation, despite her powers leading her to more indirect physical confrontations. Jade has a close relationship with her father, a scientist who's mostly raised her by himself. Their interactions highlight Jade's desire for black and white solutions. Jade's mother begins began teaching her to dance, but the lessons ended with her mother deciding to become a professional ballerina and left her family. Jade has long black hair and often in a ponytail with an orange streak down the middle of, with, with the orange streak down the middle and brown eyes. She wears a short fuchsia dress and white boots as a human. And as a sky dancer, she has large fuchsia wings, and her outfit is pink and white. Nice. So, like, nice. I, I remember in this show, like, when they'd turn into the sky dancers or whatever, like, they'd get a stripe down their hair. Yeah. It was kind of like... That's how you knew, like, their powers were activated. It, yeah, it was like... <laughs> and then their hair would, like, get a streak. Hey, wait, it's just that like, one anime totally ripped off. Remember that? The bald kid with the arrow on his forehead? The blue Airbender. arrow? Airbender. Airbender. Do you think they ripped them off? Or vice versa? happened in, like, Yu-Gi-Oh! The same thing happens in, like, uh, Sailor Moon. Yeah, it's a 90s twist thing. I think Airbender probably came first. Probably. I like that blue, though. It's kind of cool. Yeah, so there's, like, the gems and then the small differences in what you look like when you are changing into the next thing. Yeah, because... Kids need little differences, but in the real world, no one would recognize you if you had a stripe down your hair. Oh, no, not right? at all. Yeah, especially yeah. like the Sailor Scouts, for example, because they just transformed from their regular programmed school outfits to very, very short skirts. And people were like, those are different people. But yeah, it's the sometimes same. you got to show There's... a little leg to look a little different. I guess so. <laughs> not like tuxedo masks. That's like I'm literally wearing a mask and it's in my name. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Goes to school as tuxedo man. <laughs> oh, man. So let's get on to Slam, only because, you know, Slam's Jade's little somewhat love interest at times. <laughs> All right. So, Slam, he is a High Hope Dance Academy hero of hip-hop and controls the gravity, gravity beam in the sky realm. While lacking oh. focus, interest, and patience for traditional dance class, he excels at breakdancing and hip-hop. Damn. Slam has a large ego, reckless personality, and can come across as a rebel. Ooh. He sounds like a real toxic, actually. Oh, he's such a bad boy. I just, <laughs> the fact that I'm interested means it's not a good idea. <laughs> yeah. I'm interested, red flag. <laughs> yeah, red flag, red flag. Uh, he's very competitive and hates ties. 
claiming that the only <laughs> thing a tie means is that I didn't win. He also, tie? yeah, like a boat, like a tie, no, like a tied race or tied oh, race. Okay. Tied for like, <laughs> Don't tell me what to do, Dad. I'm not wearing your corporate uniform. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, he's also easily the bluntest of the group, often coming across as intensive and lacking empathy. Deep down, Slam is fiercely loyal to his friends and always there when they need him the most. There are several episodes that suggest that he has a crush on Grade, but his tough guy exterior holds it back. Even when he does approach Jade, it's a love-hate relationship as they have two very different personalities, taste in dancing music. So he's toxic and, as fuck. Yeah, like, he still wants to be number one even when Jade's around, and sorry, it's gotta be equal. Yeah. Jade needs to, like, go live her life and not worry about this dude. Yeah, definitely. This this is this is why I have relationship problems, is from 90s cartoons. <laughs> Probably. There's always, like, some weird love interest situation going on that, Brit, in retrospect, you're like, whoa, okay. <laughs> yep. Brit, Brit fully laughs at me. Jill just sat back and lit a joint was like, no need to say anymore. <laughs> Do you know how much, like, self, like, looking into I've done this week? And I have figured out my type. It is a blonde platinum blonde vampire because I was watching the Lost Boys and I was like oh I have a type it is definitely it's like David we got Spike and then we have Eric Northman and I was like oh shit that's my type blonde malnourished (laughs) murder vampire dude I, I was like do I like Machine Gun Kelly no but the fuck like same, same. Looks like a gauntly dead person. Probably really <laughs> problematic and toxic. Looks like oh, I'm no. just... I just... Don't like look at me. Like, Fuck oh, off. Yeah. <laughs> That's all that gets me. I was telling Dylan about all the hotties in the in Hollywood scene, and he's like, oh my god, they're all chubby comedians. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah, well, yeah. I'm like, don't worry, you're not a chubby comedian yet. <laughs> We'll hey, you. you know, people, yeah, sometimes people get chubby with age. You never know. He's funny. <laughs> oh, my God. Yeah, he's he's no slam. <laughs> Fuck slam. You guys like gaunt blondes. I like chubby comedians. My, my therapist would say no. <laughs> Hard Stop no. it. Yeah. Oh, man. <laughs> I, like, I like this part of slams, though. One episode hints that his finances are still directly tied to his mother's. Oh, God. And in another, it indicates that his he views himself as one guy to make big, make it big from his neighborhood. Ooh, so he's a toxic mom. narcissist that's obsessed with his mom. Yeah. He's got Fuck. money. Damn. Yeah, Slam. <laughs> he's something else. <laughs> And he's a love interest? What the fuck were these writers thinking? I know, it's like the the main one. Oh, man. What is happening in this show? I know, there's a lot. We're gonna gonna skip to Queen Skyla, though. Obviously, we need to talk about her. So, Queen of the Sky Kingdom. She's also the dance headmistress of High Hopes Dance Academy, 
where she's known as Dame Skyla. She is Skylar's wife and Skyclone's sister-in-law. She wears long green dress on Earth and white and green gown of, in the wingdom. Uh, her hair is blonde and has a pink-blue streaks in it in the Sky Realm. Skyla is notoriously timely, and one of her biggest pet peeves is when someone's not on time. This is why I picked her, honestly. Skyla and I hate when people are late. <laughs> uh-huh. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Big- unless, unless, unless we have an allergic reaction to face cream, we show up looking like we have two black eyes, and it's truly not our fault, Rachel. <laughs> me? No, I, I would me, never. Remember that time? I did that. I was like, I, I would never. Oh my God, Kelsey, you gotta do some te- test patches here. That the hot sauce. What's next? <laughs> I showed up to the haircut and I was no, I called first. I'm like, I'm gonna be late. I'm sorry, I'm on my way. And Jill's like, or the receptionist is like, what? What's going on? I'm like, allergic reaction. Can you just tell Jill? And they're like, okay. And then I get there and Jill sees my face and she's like, oh yeah, it's okay, it's fine. <laughs> Sometimes you look beat, girl. Yeah. I promise no one hit me. I, <laughs> yeah, I promise. It was the cream. Fair enough. Um, <laughs> I walked into a door. Yeah, on the way here. And then I put some cream on about it. <laughs> <laughs> I did cream about it. Yeah. Cream, get the money. All right. All right. So um, she also has two little faithful canine, canine companions. Named Whirl and Twirl. Um, and, That's cute. That's very and cute. They can use their ears to fly while helping the sky dancer dancers. They're really cute. Their ears uh, fly. Yeah. So I'm like dead. As soon as I saw those dogs on that show, I was like, I'm dead. I love you. You know how I feel about cartoon dogs. That's yes, we do. As a chance. Oh man. She grew up in the palace with Skylar and Sky Clone, though it's unclear how she was connected with the royal family. However, she's called Princess Skyla as a teen, suggesting that she is perhaps a ward to the royal family. She's often seen mourning her husband, Skylar, who was supposedly killed by a Sky Clone. Fuck the Sky Clone. Fuck God. that guy. God damn. Okay, and now for my favorite, because we gotta, we can't only have white Sky Dancers here. Breeze. He has a unique oh, Native American heritage dancing style. There we go. Uh-huh. With the power of wind and nature, which is very effective against sky clone minions. Ooh, minions. I, I just, sorry, I just, right while we're on this topic, I love how, oh. what's, it, what's this gentleman's name? Uh, Breeze. Breeze. Okay, so Breeze has a Native American dance style, and it's banger, and we love it. And all of the other white people have appropriated hip hop dance. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> just, yeah. Just pointing that out. I just needed to acknowledge. <laughs> well, Jade has a, she's a prima ballerina. I don't know where that comes from, but. Um, I think that's like Louis, was it like the 14th, did uh, created ballerie, ballet because he thought men walked ugly. So he wanted, he created ballet so men would have a more attractive walk in, in his presence. I mean, thanks, pal. It didn't really work as planned, but that's a, that, that's a yeah, no, definitely. I think it was the 14th. Softened it a little bit. I, I'll, I'll fact check that, but. That's kind of interesting. That's cool. But but Slam is the douchebag that's appropriating. Yeah, so we're all, we're full breeze here. Yeah, breeze. 
Uh, Breeze is more or less romantically connected to Angela throughout the series, flirting with, flirting with and complimenting her often. He's quiet, a bit shy, mysterious, despite his rugged image. Breeze is the most level-headed member of the group. He does not get into many disagreements, but when he does... Oh, sorry. But when he does, take them very personally. Little is said of Breeze's family. His tribe seems to have some degree of reserve land for ceremonies. And Breeze mentions that his grandmother lives in Chicago. Okay. Okay. Chicago. <laughs> Chicago. <laughs> it just reminds me of little Mickey. Chicago. He also come. Uh, he also comments that he feels he was gifted with his late grandfather's wisdom. Breeze attended Lincoln High School and does a free performance for them during the series. Yeah, and I'd say those okay. those ones are my favorite. The rest are fine, but they just you know they're little not little people, little roles. Little, they're little roles within it to kind of keep it the glue together, you know. Yeah. Yeah, it's her favorite. So I thought I would leave Breeze to last because, I mean, he's pretty cool. He seems chill. I, like, um, fully remember this show. Like, I, Yes. And I was right. It's Louis XIV. <laughs> Double whammy. In Roman numerals, it's, like, X1B or something. Mm, yeah. Which means, like, 13 and 1. So. There it is. 14. Why do I, like, forget words sometimes? But that is in my brain for the rest of my life. Because it's important. I didn't even look that up. I just re- repeated it like it, I knew it, like, my fucking back of my hand. And then double-checked it, and it was right. What the fuck is wrong with me? <laughs> there you go. Oh, <sighs> yeah. So, yeah, that's the little Sky Dancers realm. And also, I, um, I don't know if, about all, like, 27 of them, but... No, I like and it. I watched was free on YouTube, so nice. Yeah, just throw it in there. I think there was Good like an ad, so sick. <laughs> Good job. Good job. Yeah. Five stars. Now ten. Five stars. Yeah. I love the color palette for it too. It's very nice. I think <laughs> Louis Louis would have loved it. Mm. Definitely. Yeah, Louis Fox for sure. Maybe not slam, but you know. No. Well, you know what? He, I think that he was a toxic motherfucker too. He'd probably be right there. I'd be like, perf, perf, keep your mom on your bank account. Like, fuck that bitch. <laughs> totally. But can you learn how to do ballet, please? Yeah. Off with her head. Ballet. <laughs> ballet. <laughs> and then somewhere in there, it'd be, give me a son. Off give with her head. Son. Dance better. Give me a son. <sighs> Stupid. Good job. Thanks. Well, on that note, <laughs> I'm, I'm very curious to uh, hear what the hell you got stirring over there. Oh, you are telling me. Um, is it as good? I don't know. <laughs> is it as good as my ghost story? <sighs> Come on. <laughs> Come on, chill. It was Come funny. On, was so Come on. No, you guys did good. <laughs> but since you guys had your fun time, I'm here to bring it down as per usual. Yay. I can't, I can't wait. The Excited. only dancing I'm going to do is bringing it down fucking low. Are you ready? Yeah, I'm ready to scream. Oh my God, I'm excited. Okay. So 
we are going back in the time machine. We're going way, way back to 1881, where our girl, Alice Martin, was born in no other than Derby, Indiana. Don't know if you know this, but I'm here this week, so we're going to talk about Indiana real quick. Yeah, I love Indiana. I was going to say, there's a a teeny beanie named Derby, and that's all I got. So... If you wanted to go from where we are in Vancouver to Derby, Indiana, you'd be driving 3,800 kilometers. That'd mm-hmm. be like flying or driving. It would be a 36-hour drive or a 750-hour walk. <laughs> the walk. <laughs> Did you check if we could like use a canoe? Because I think Google offers that too. Well, you have to go through America, so I feel like that would not be yeah. the most practical. It's uh, not practical. It's just really comical. You <laughs> can, like, you can look up Vancouver to Japan, and they like have a part where you have to take a canoe across the ocean. That's <laughs> a canoe across the ocean. Just swim. Oh, one of the. That's just bad, like one of. Like, bad piece of advice. <laughs> no, it's just one of the developers just having a good time with everybody. Yeah, good for them. <laughs> well, lighten the mood at work sometimes. Well, we're in fall, mm-hmm. if you weren't sure, and here in Vancouver, it rains a shit ton. Fall is basically just the wettest. It is the wettest season. That's what makes our province a WAP. So mm. in Indiana, it's a little bit drier. They get about 42 inches of average precipitation per year. Oh, wow. We got so that I- last night. <laughs> yeah, actually. Not, not more. <laughs> So our girl Alice, when she turned 17, as most young ladies do who want to be in the workforce, she went to secretary school. Fucking yeah, we love that. (laughs) Where they all sat and learned how to use a typewriter. Yeah. You can type X amount of things per minute were something. She was like, I'm going to school. I'm heading out. So she moved to Philadelphia, where she ended up meeting a man named P.J. Kenyon. Okay. Wow. P.J. Sound like trouble. He was a muscle man. Oh, like, no. <laughs> muscle man. And he had a vaudeville act he wanted to put on stage. Oh, no. Okay, I've got a new type. And it was a trapeze <laughs> act. Like, I just, I just just picture him in like that little stripey, like guitar thing and like a big old mustache and he's bald. He's just, hello there, ladies. Look at these muscles. (laughs) Does he have like tattoos and shit? Like maybe just a tattoo of like a sexy lady or like himself holding a barbell, but not too many. Because it's like the 1800s. He knows better. Get over here. See? That's not the right era, but I like where we're going. He's just... <laughs> yeah, I love his vaudeville thing. So, I, he's probably full of germs. Like <laughs> They all are. <laughs> he's, got, he's got, I don't know, what what are they, what it was, it was an old-timey STD that was really syphilis. He's got syphilis and worms. <laughs> like, all of them, because they mostly <laughs> all exist. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> so, PJ oh Kenyon. PJ Kenyon was looking for a girl for a trapeze act. What was his idea, you say? Well, being a strong man, PJ really wanted to take two, like, 15-foot poles 
he wanted to put a harness around his waist and tuck the poles in and hold it like a big, like a V. Of course he fucking did. And he wanted to put a seat and attach a trapeze in between those two bars at the top where he would hold the bottom and there would be a trapeze act at the top. How, why doesn't PJ just settle the fuck down? He's not yeah. an engineer. He has syphilis. Yeah, this is already going. <laughs> he's insane. He's it's, it's in but his brain. This is going up. This is going down. Just just more (laughs) toxic masculinity. Well, he had one look at our girl, Alice, and he was like, how tall are you? And she's like, I'm five foot three. And he's like, how much do you weigh? And she was like, 90 pounds. And he was like, chef's kiss. You are joining me on tour. You are coming with me. And she said, yes. She changed her name to Alice DeGarmo. And away she went with PJ Kenyon. Someone saved this woman. So <laughs> I'm like, oh, I already know what's going to happen. What a whirlwind adventure for these two. So they toured a lot. And even in like 1905, they had like a long-term like show run being like the second act. So like pretty fucking good. Well, they're both alive still. So yeah, for the time, that's real good. Yeah. <laughs> mm. Hold on. My sound cuts out. Hold on. So vaudeville at the time was like very competitive because like your show had to be like a niche like you needed to find something and you need to go for it if there's 10 strong men like nobody fucking cares what makes you different mm-hmm. so trapeze acts had really taken off and then we're gonna enter a woman named charmion mm, oh that's actually quite alluring so Charmion was an American vaudeville trapeze artist, and she was also a strong woman. Two for nice. one. Damn, I yeah. like her. her. And so her act was she'd go out in like a full Victorian gown, do a trapeze act, and then like while she was hanging from the trapeze, she would like strip her like Victorian outfit off and then be in her full like trapeze leotard. That's amazing. Oh. I love her. I thought you would. I really no, like no, her. Definitely. Britt, like, no offense, but I just feel like in a past life you were a bearded woman at a circus and you, like, Oh, I it. mean, no, I, it's no totally, offense taken. Yeah, yeah. I've been a bearded lady, like, <laughs> ten times in my life already. But I just <laughs> exact feels. I'm not even so, old yet. I don't even have a real beard yet, but I probably will. But you're looking forward to it? Looking forward to it. <laughs> I'm going to grow her out. <laughs> so... With Charmion coming on the scene and her act just being, like, so much more alluring, uh, Alice was like, bitch, we need to step it up. Okay, here's what we're going to do. I'm going to go up there and I am also going to strip, but I'm not going to hold on to that rope with my hands. I'm going to hold on with my teeth. No, you're not. I fucking knew it. I knew it. You know what she wants? She wants to have wooden teeth real fast. (laughs) Uh, She was a sky dancer. She's a sky dancer that's going to need a fucking hole. She's being a real slam right now. Like, listen, what year is this? I want to be first. Uh, Like 1905 to like 1929. You're not, you you haven't been allowed the, like, you're not allotted the dental practices to be deciding (laughs) to hold ropes with your teeth yet. You can't even make that better, girl. Let me tell you. No, I just, all right, whatever. I like, I'm just saying. Just, like, eat glass or some shit. Come on. Her teeth are pretty (laughs) good because she did that act for 25 years. Oh, wow. Yeah. So, in in 1929, uh, her father 
passed away. And so she moved, she left show business and went home to like deal with the family farm and like take care of it because no one else was. Mm -hmm. Um, Because she came from the big city and like had all that big city money. She, a lot of like rumors around her and a lot of people think she like moved into the house and like squirreled all of her money away in the walls and stuff. Of course, or that she was like a whore and it was something or burlesque. <laughs> I don't know, whatever. Whenever yeah, yeah, something. They had to hide all of her money. So in 1933, she'd like had enough. She was tired. She hired a man named Ernest Wright. He was Ernest. supposed to come work on the farm. He was going to do chores. He was going to do farm work. Like just help her out, right? Mm-hmm. So no. one day... He is out working and he has like a wagon hitched up to some horses. He fucks up. The wagon shoots off a cliff, goes into a ravine. And Alice is like, bro, the fuck? That's our wagon. Yeah. So to fix this expensive. I'm going to dock some of your pay for today. So I'm not going to pay you. Guess how much? Five bucks. Three dollars. How much? Five. Five dollars. This is 1933 money. Two dollars? Close. Two dollars and seventy-five cents. Okay. I mean, I said three. <laughs> yeah, it's true. Joe, so, sorry, Britt wins. Being a blaze about it. I was being generous. I was like, you got a strong man helping you out at home. Maybe throw him a couple extra bucks. Oh. Maybe a strong fuck up. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So she said, I'm not gonna pay you two dollars and seventy-five cents. And he was like, fuck this shit. I'm leaving. So he just stormed off. So I calculated how much $2.75 would be. Mm-hmm. So in 1933, $2.75. In today's money, that would have been around $54.68. Oh, so like $55. Okay. I mean, like still underpaid, but okay. But like also like I feel like a wagon costs more than that, in my opinion. Like it's a whole wagon. Yeah. Well, I don't know, man. In the last story that... Uh, Britt and I went over the dude thought he saw a man in the sheet and just yeeted and left his whole wagon and horses and um, yeah. <laughs> apparently that value wavers situation dependent. Yeah. <laughs> wagons were worth more because like the last D&D quest I just did was some guy being like help save our wagon from the goblins and like he was really pissed when we burned it down. Oh my so god. Last- okay. <laughs> Let's hold on. The last D&D quest is not comparable to Once Upon a Yonder. And second of all, yeah, I imagine they're expensive, but they also had a lot more people at their disposal that just, like, actually knew how to build them with their two hands. It's not like the three of us yahoos sitting here that can't even (laughs) fucking cut a piece of wood in half. I need something done. Yo, as much as I'm stubborn and I'm like, I don't need a fucking man, fuck, whatever, if I don't know how to... I don't even own something to check my tire pressure. Like... (laughs) I'm worried about you. Yeah, I know. Me that. too. That's I'm kind of unraveling a little bit. <laughs> a well, okay, Ernest also had a moment. Fucking um, Ernest. He took a couple months to like ponder over the fact that like this two dollars and seventy-five cents, this fifty-five dollars, he was so fucking mad that he didn't get it. So in January, he returned to the farm. At, like, 10 p.m., Alice is, like, leaving the barn. She's, like, motherfucker left, broke my wagon and left. Now I have to go at night and take care of all the animals. So it's, like, 10 p.m. She's walking back to the house. And 
Ernest confronted her, to which she yelled at him, get the, get the hell out of here, I'll shoot you. Oh, <laughs> God. But Ernest said no, and like any fucking caveman, he clubbed her upside the head, cut her throat, and threw her in a hole. Wow. Oh. Why didn't she just shoot him? Oh, my God. I guess we can't ask for now. She's toast. Yeah. Like, fuck. What a dink. And then fuck. to add insult to yes. injury, he put a bunch of manure on top of her. So no. No. One would... This is very smelly. He's so like, Ernest here, also. Here. going to decompose. So I may as well dump a bunch of horse manure on top of her face. Oh, my God. Don't worry. <laughs> Ernest is also shit. really stupid because he moved into her house. Of course he <laughs> did. Oh and then God. when people were like, where's Alice? They were, he was like, ah, she moved back to New Jersey. And they were like, that, what, that, no, that's not where she was. No, where is she? So some people were out on the farm and they ended up finding her body. Of course. Good job. And Ernest was like, oh, that's so, uh, what? And then that's they arrested weird. Yeah. But then upon being arrested, they like went into the house and he had like been drilling holes and cutting holes and they like, Cutting little pieces of the house away, looking for her money. Wow. Uh, I just. Big shit. He's like, I, I just want 50 bucks. I know you I said. <laughs> I know you said that people are assuming she had money in the walls, but hearing you actually say that he was drilling holes in the walls, I'm like, yo. Yeah. Like, okay, cool. Well, he went to trial. And within 17 minutes, he had been found guilty of murder and was given oh. life in prison. Good. What a uh, and then he ended up dying in 1962 after serving only 28 years of his life sentence. And this was oh all $2.75. It's 50, Jill. <laughs> oh, my God. Classic. Like, I love how this has been going on forever and ever and ever and ever and ever and ever. <laughs> And then, like, in case you were wondering, when Alice's body was looked over, uh, a dentist came and looked at her teeth, and we're like, oh, my God, they're horrible. Yeah. Oh, yeah, they're probably all, like, freaking pulled in which way, like a horse. <laughs> well, I mean, like, imagine holding 90 pounds of your weight by your teeth, like, oh. No, my teeth are so sensitive. If it feels like ice cream, I'm like, ooh. Like <laughs> I would probably just, like, pop out, like. Like, <laughs> mine mine a thousand percent would pop out because yeah. mine are all like veneers and shit. Oh yeah. Like, well mine are chicklets everywhere. Mr. Dent what's it, Mr. Dent uh Mr. Dennis the Menace. Mr. Nielsen or oh, chicklets. Mr. Wilson. Wilson. Or Mr. Wilson. Mr. Wilson. Sorry, I don't fuck <laughs> it. I can't Wilson. Thank God. Chicklet. So glad I was here this week. You haven't no, covered we could just mull over this for like fifteen minutes and then Google it eventually. <laughs> so, like Looking up, like, Skydancer crimes was really, like, challenging because there's no information about any of the, like, lawsuits that happened. They're, like, just, it's not out there. So I was, like, what's yes. sky dancing? And I was, like, dancing in the sky. Who dances in the sky? So, like, trapeze artists. Absolutely. But you know who else dances in the sky? And we're going to touch on this story so fucking quickly because okay. this bitch is a legend. Amelia Earhart. My favorite kind of sky dancing is the fucking strippers. Oh, like, oh yeah. Yeah. Uh -huh. yeah. Like I love strippers. I it's love that you're up awesome. there shaking your thing. I love that you have that confidence. Fucking kill it. 
do that thing. Here's so much money. Like, like, I've like always regretted that I never was a stripper. Like if I could go back, no, if I could go back, (laughs) I I could, if I could meet 26 year old Kelsey and be like, just fucking do it. Oh my God. Right. If I could go back and do it, like 22 year old me and just be like, go, go, go dance at that strip club. And then one day you're going to be on that stage clacking those heels. Like, bitch, I fucking woulda. Oh. Yeah, 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 dude. And then like, and be like, remember the, remember the like five seconds of money problems you had? Nope, didn't happen because you already had the money. Yeah. <laughs> like, I just like, I'm too old and bitter and self conscious and jaded for that now. But like five stars. So this yeah. stripper, why did it come together? Her name is Jania Sky. Yes. Hold up, hold up. Bex has a magnet on her fridge of her and her little taser hanging out she's got camel leg things on (laughs) and it's it's extra funny because i mean i would say sex is crude but like she's not gonna have naked lady on her (laughs) when that turned up i was like this is fucking amazing i love this (laughs) that's fucking so i mean yeah go ahead go ahead sorry sorry sorry. go i was gonna say jania is known as the bounce back stripper Mm -hmm. and they call her that because there's a video of her and she's trying to come down like a 15 foot pole oh my god she loses her grip I've seen this i've seen this and she, she just kerplunks on the floor oh. but like a fucking like number one that hurts but she yeah. just like started twerking like she hit the ground and just like popped her booty out went on those busted knees and just twerked and i'm like holy shit like Take my money. You are a true hero. I've seen that. Yes. I was, I remember watching that and being like, what a recovery girl. She cracked cracked her teeth. She sprained her ankle. She fractured her jaw. She got her jaw wired shut. Fuck. Um, Oh my God. And like, you know, (laughs) there's like, I hate that she got hurt, but like. Hero. Like, she didn't need to keep going, and I just want to applaud her for that. Like, if I was her, I would have called it quits. Yeah, I, I mean, like, off the platform and cried. <laughs> I feel like I would have kept going. I feel like I would have. I cried. I would have left. I just, I would have been on so much adrenaline being in front of people that that, I think, would have been, I think that would have been what I would have done. But again, I've never been in a situation where I've been hurt like that, so... I have really no way to, I don't have a way to measure that. So I'm going to applaud her like we all are. And holy fucking shit, what a fucking legend. In summation, <laughs> sky dancers, dangerous and banging. If your kids don't know how to play with them, they're going to function poorly in real fucking life. Absolutely sky dancers, <laughs> a TV show, five out of five. Fuck Thanks slam. for the hair stripes. What a weird <laughs> Ashton trip. Will I watch it? Probably. <laughs> Trapeze artist. Five stars oh, if you could do it. Cirque du Soleil is terrifying. Uh, on that note as well, I really want to take this opportunity to say that like sex work should be fucking unionized. You guys are out there doing the hard shit and you deserve yeah. all the same benefits as yep. everybody else. Yep. Fully. Yep. And I hate when people say sex work isn't work. They're like, oh, it'd be so easy if I went on OnlyFans. It's like, do you yeah, know like, how fucking, fucking hard do it, it would be? Why don't you do yeah. it? 
do it. Do you know how hard it. that would be <laughs> to start it, to, to go on OnlyFans, create your own brand, to maintain it, keep it going, to keep pumping content out like you're a one woman or man or them, neither or both agency. It's like next level and you need to give your fucking stupid vintage head a shake because that's disgusting and I can't handle it. Goodbye. Five out of five. Glad yeah. to be back. Thanks <laughs> for being back. back. Oh, is it because I'll say things like, if you have any questions, comments, or concerns, <laughs> please feel free to contact us at uh, deepnerder at gmail.com. If you want to hit us up on Instagram or have any show requests, you can send it to just deepnerder. And on that note, Jill Bye-bye. out. Bye-bye.